I mentioned this the other day to some devotees. He has a little book called Guru Tattva, something like that. Yeah, and it's just like that. It's just like all these quotes out of the scripture, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. some comments of how to deal with the Guru, and it's just all like works, just like it did 100 years, 500 years ago, something like that. So if you look at that book, and like one of our main books on Guru Tattva would be like Shri Guru and His Grace, it's wholly different, mm. you know, it's like, like kind of compelling, you know, and dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, and which is kind of characteristic of our mm -hmm. our party bar. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Just this day, Narayan is publishing a series of articles on Guru Tattva also. He is now? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So do you have much of a relationship with him at this point? Do we? Yeah, do you respond with him at all? I have, but not much. Okay. Um, I, I talk more with Jagadananda and Navadweep, who are also mm -hmm. involved in the Sundarva project. But uh, I don't talk to them that much either. You know, they're busy with their work. Mm -hmm. I'm busy with mine, but... Marsh has been there. You've been to the Jeeva Institute, right? Yeah, I've been going to some of... Babaji's lectures last year, and mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes I correspond with him through Malati, who is his main like secretary, like this. Oh, where's Karnam He's not coming. I saw him running, like looking for something. Oh. He had to run back in. He yeah. put his shoes on, and then he ran towards the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. He's very gentle, always answering very quickly and clear and mm -hmm. like very much in the mood of disposing himself or whatever questions are there. Yeah, yeah. I identify with the role of, as you say, the teacher. Teacher, no? yeah. Mm. And as I told you, in their place in Jiva Institute, the main room is not like temple room for kids, but it's like classroom. It's more like an educational Ta center. Tables. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like very much he said, like in the old school, Jiva Goswami's uh -huh. philosophy school and they sit and learn. And Yeah. <clears throat> well, it is interesting. He does do some seminars that are more like um, psychological yeah. Yeah. and yeah. spiritual psychology. In Europe and retreats. He's got some, yeah. some Western followers like that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, his his weekly articles are, I think, very contemporary. Mm -hmm. He's also a kind of a minor celebrity, from what I can tell. He's been on some Indian talk shows, mainstream stuff. And mm -hmm. He spoke at Google in California last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he was with Facebook. Rajiv Malhotra also. <laughs> Rajiv Malhotra. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Only you are missing with Rajiv Malhotra, Gurmish. Pardon me? Only you are missing with Rajiv Malhotra. I'm only I'm missing? I mean, in the sense that many others were there with him. Yeah, I got mixed feelings about him. Yeah, yeah. I was joking, not, not, not uh -huh. trying to push you there. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of what he says is true, though. I think Haridas Shastri has something like six or seven PhDs or something huh? yeah. in the Sad Darshan. Yeah, or even more, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. 
some village, but I don't remember the name. Northern, uh, Northern India. Uh -huh. sure. Yeah. Yeah, Rajiv Maholtra, he, what's the name of his institute? Mm. I cannot recall now. He was a big uh, businessman in America, the United States. Mm -hmm. But he decided to become a traditionalist, you know, Hindu. And, um, and then he has been um, a very vocal combatant uh, and active against the uh, looking at Indian culture through a Western lens and letting Indians be defined by people who are not Indians. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Indian religious tradition be defined by those who are not uh, you know, members of it and so forth. Uh, this they, issue uh, with Sheldon Pollock. Sheldon Pollock. And other scholars. Sheldon Pollock is, is supposed to be so-called the leading Sanskritist in the world. And um, where does he, he live? In America, somewhere in the states. Oh, I don't know. One of the big. Uh, you know who, who decides he is? Some Western, in, some Western <laughs> institute. You know, he says Sanskrit is a dead language. Of course. Indian pundits, including people like Satya Narayan, wouldn't agree. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's again, it's exactly what Rajiv is talking about, you know. And then, um, let's go this way, he says also that uh, there's nothing that the West has to learn from India. Absolutely nothing. Oh my God. That's his, that's his. But he learned Sanskrit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> in ter you know, in terms of... How to live. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. I mean, it's tricky the way he, he does it, but it's... It's... It's, uh, it's a Western exceptionalism, you know. To the max. You know, perspective. Even that he's got so involved in Indian culture with mm -hmm. study of Sanskrit. Well, that's why so he's forth. an authority. Yeah. Because he knows all about it, and he's seen what it is, and it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Which shows he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so he's a big enemy of that, and then, then there's a, you know, there was a lady scholar. What is her name? Wendy. Honiger. Yeah, you know about Rajiv Maholtra? Oh no. So uh, she's far out though. She she gets a little weird. <laughs> she wrote a big book. I forget what the name of it was. It got and he got it or had something to do with get it, getting it banned in India. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The, this guy that says he got nothing yeah. to learn from Indian. No, 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 no. The one who was against him, the Indian uh, oh, the businessman. Okay. She's another one at, in Chicago. Uh -huh. and she, University of Chicago, yeah. She, like, she finds all this um, Freudian... Yeah, fact, yeah. She finds phalluses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. A Freudian interpretation of Indian religious oh, brilliant. culture. Brilliant. At Harvard, she's like a joke. She is. Yeah, they, you're in every class. That, you know, doesn't they, they're, they're just always a little dig at her. Uh huh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so yeah, he was successful in, in in helping to get that banned or something like that. You know, it's, so he's on a campaign. But then you know, the other side of it is he he can be a little fanatical and right wing. You know, Indian fundamentalist uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. himself a bit. So it's a mixed bag, but there's a lot of good things that he's 
he's, he's, he's doing. We might just have a question why it seems to be so hard for people to take on kind of a, a middle, more middle. That's modern. yoga. You know? <laughs> it's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. To come into balance. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, does it requ either you don't believe in either side or you are broad enough and realized enough that you can say, oh, like sure much. Well, then he means something in it. Even Manjaris are fanatical. Well, that's another. <laughs> it's true. At least yeah. the Narmasakas are, you know, balanced. Yes. <laughs> They're the real followers. They're uh, the real followers. I leave the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we follow Chipper Imars. We're following the Rasika Sakya Guru. <laughs> oh, Krishna. Yeah, I like, I like to have a sense of humor about this stuff, though, you know, because people yeah. get so bent out of shape. Yeah. And in the name of fidelity to the Guru, and they're ready to lynch you. Yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah. And, you know, it just like, it just recoils me. And, and, uh, I could see how certain people at a certain stage of their development would they would just leave Krishna consciousness because they just be couldn't understand it. Well, you know, really you wanna be involved in Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the very least on the basis of the philosophy. Yes. Hmm? Because if you're driven by anything less than that, it's not going to hold up for you. It might, but it very well might not. Like how many other people are involved, how many women are involved, <laughs> or women, how many women gurus there are, or how many this, that, or so many other things that mm -hmm. can come up. And that's why we try to emphasize the, 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 the Siddhanta. Um, that's, like the bottom, that's like the road for us, it's a solid ground, you could say. Exactly. That's that's what that's why you know that's that's what Nishta is. The intellect has been absorbed in Krishna conscious philosophy, and it's convinced mm -hmm. about this, mm -hmm. and it's not going to let the mind and the senses take me outside of that. Hmm? Or other theologies or philosophies. And it's not, and so therefore my involvement is not dependent on anything less. If it's dependent on something less than that, then there is every likelihood that you're going to fall away, change your mind, lose your enthusiasm, and so forth. And of course, beyond that, if it's driven by taste, then, you know, well, you're, yep, that's you're, the final conclusion. you're safe. Yeah, then you're really, you're there. You're on, you're going downhill now, the other side. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good analogy right now, that's for sure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There's the Valley of Preen, we got the RV But it says top there. <laughs> Stop now. Make a decision. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which, Which way? Saki or Manjari Baba Prenarma Saki or Chimney Creek Lane? No, here's what we have. We have Manjari Bob, we have Saki Bob, and we have the Prenarmas. The <laughs> in the, in the, the forest. Right. Which way will they go? Uh, he's going. He's going. He's going straight. <laughs> the road less traveled this morning. Come on, Bob is not as central as it is to the Sampradaya. It's, it's really not very well understood by many, many devotees. And that's unfortunate.
unfortunate. And if they understand it properly, many will, majority will, will identify with it, the knowledge of it, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the power of it, uh, the mass of it, I want to say, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. The grounding of the foundation. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you plan to speak about something of that in your Sakyamandalam? Yeah, I will, in, in maybe... Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I have already, but How I, are you I would in the introduction. The introduction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any idea? Pardon me? 300, 400 pages? I mean, is it... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know what I'm saying is that, you know... I have no idea because, you know, it's, it's written in a different format than it yeah, would be Yeah, and it also has a life of its own, any kind of a book that you write. But, I, you know, I mean, just to give you some idea, I've written uh, 19 chapters. Okay. So that's quite a few chapters. Right, but, I mean, it depends on how long they are and how many words are in them. How many total words, you know? It usually has a word. Can't you do it on a word? Yeah, I don't count. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it with mine either, but when I was time to publish, it was too long, so I had to cut 30 pages. Some chapters are 10, 12,000 words, some are 4, 5, 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, I guess we should just, however long it takes, to say what you want to say in the chapter. Huh? Mm -hmm. Seems like it'll be for one of, a larger book than yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like some of the recent ones. It would seem like it. I mean, maybe that's too grandiose. What's it called? Uh, Sacred Preface had what? 200 or eight, something. Seven, eight chapters. Uh, mm -hmm. The chapters? Eight chapters. Yeah, like this, nine, eight. Nine? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I kind of like to think of it as like the definitive book on, on the Rasa because there isn't maybe. really anything like that except for that one. You know, the well, that's the intention. Yeah. And I mean, it's just so relishing to be able to hear it. And like I said, when I when I think about the idea of being a Brahmin boy in, in the Chaitanya Leela servant and then just segueing into Krishna Leela, that's just totally exciting. Oh, I mean, to be, to be a sadhika and really experiencing all the things that we talk about, mm -hmm. and then That's and then you just naturally mm -hmm. go and you walk out with the cows, and then you're with Krishna Leela, it's just like, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. that totally excites me, and I don't get excited very easily, <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Very wow. good. It just, it, yeah, it's just an awesome meditation. Like we're walking now, doing Harinam Sankirtan, and then we're... <laughs> With Krishna and Barm, the cows, and we're in that Leela. Mm -hmm. It's just. You can't be in Gaur Leela without being in Krishna Leela. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's one of the many things about this community. You don't see many cars, and that's really. Yeah. It's that quite is, nice. Yeah. Quite nice to walk. Yeah. Now we're at Ananda Ashram, the neighbor across the I heard. Met us with us. You're filming us at, telling us don't walk on the road. Like you just came there out of the blue to walk on his damn road. I mean, anyway. Strange he's, 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 he just doesn't like 
all the traffic that the devotees have created on the road, so he's just using that as an excuse to mm -hmm. get on his case. But the noise. <laughs> and he's the noisiest neighbor on the whole street. His, exactly. His dogs. Yeah, yeah, you're just walking by. I didn't think it was against the law to walk on the road. It's not. I think the problem is we walk on the road and his dogs bark and then he gets agitated. Yeah, and it's his dogs. It's his dogs. Yeah, we, also get, is we also get agitated with such dogs also. Yep. <laughs> Every time I come. Yeah. Speaking of, I had to say that, right? Yeah, it's still too soon. But anyway, it's one car. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, the saffron sweet. Couple, couple. Well, I get, we got a little blue on this side, a little white on that side. Buy something that's in plastic. Yeah, and have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. To and everyone just said things, nothing of throwing it away, someone else's problem. I didn't even think that far. But in India, uh -huh. they, they collect the garbage and then they just go out into the village and dump it somewhere. That's their. Oh, they're coming back for more. Good. But you just think of the whole consumer society. You knew you. That's a very unfortunate. Uh, state of affairs that Indian people could, rural people could think, I mean they're just uneducated I guess is all, well, all they're they, used to, I just figure it's say. in their DNA, they used to have clay cups and leaf plates and they right. just throw them away. Yeah. Well that's a good way to look at it. And they're they used still to, do. They're used to having in their own culture disposable, yeah, yeah. biodegradable. Yeah. And so you don't even think about it, you use it, you yeah. throw it. Now the industrial world supplies you with a plastic but doesn't work the same way, you can't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to frame it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, even, I'm even yeah. inside of the building and they're throwing their, their candy bar wrappers inside of the hotel, you know? I, I remember last year we were in, in, I think in Calcutta or something, one river and we were cleaning garbage from there. <clears throat> Paramadvaiti Maratana devotees and there were some people who were offering it was I think Ganga and they were throwing like garlands to Ganga but in a bag of plastic yeah. <laughs> no? like three garlands with a big bag of and they throw to the and we went and they took the plastic. the garland uh, and they were like enraged well, what are you touching my offering it's mm. uh, and you realize they did not realize the, mm -hmm. what we were doing actually they <laughs> mm -hmm. no? yeah. so didn't even have the string no, I educate mm. them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the yeah. string is bad. You give yeah. them the plastic. You don't give them any education because you don't even have it. Exactly. And then you blame them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which that's the only way I can make, you know, just... Yeah. Because it's, it's just like, it's, not, it's not even on the radar. They just... Yeah. Whoosh, whoosh. And everyone's walking down the street totally oblivious. Mm -hmm. And every and I, it's a real struggle for existence there. Every man and woman for himself, especially on the road. You're going down the street in the highway, and there's all this traffic coming the wrong way on a two-lane, you know, separated highway. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's these big oversized cars like overturned in the middle of the street, and you got to swerve around it on the highway. There was a period when I was going to India, India twice a year, without fail on the Delhi road from Delhi to Vrindavan. There'd be a big accident that you'd see. Uh -huh. Some big truck, over overweighted, turned over, and 
Some horrible action. It was a bit, it's a very dangerous road. I don't know if they It's it, better. It's quite it a bit better now. now but mm -hmm. it's still, the Indian roads, highways, I have described them as a construction site which has never begun and never finished. Mm -hmm. But that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, definitely an experience. Hard to get over. So you have your, your, your walk. You got it down. Yeah, this is a nice walk. We looked at some houses here before. We, yeah. Well, as we uh, got out of Still a lot of lots available in here. Oh, yeah, I think there's something like They're all sold. All the lots are sold. Yeah, they're oh, sold. They're sold. Yeah. They were sold right in the beginning. They had a big, they really pumped campaign. people up, you know, like Swampland and Florida. I mean, it's not that bad, but they really, so they bought at a super high price, and now they can't get anything near that. Mm. They kind of realize they can't afford to build. Mm. But they all have to pay the monthly uh, fee, which yeah. is good for the road. It costs mm -hmm. a lot of money to have this road. Yeah. yeah. Which is really kind of cool because there won't be much development, likely. Yeah, yeah. there's something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's rare. Yeah, I think since we've been here, we've seen maybe two or three houses. There's not a lot of economy here, you know. This is... Where's the mall? Yeah. You know? So... You gotta go to Asheville if you wanna go to, you know, or It's Asheville. a vacation area, is what it is. Yeah. And people probably bought the lots with something like that in mind, and then they changed their mind, or they can't build their vacation home, or... Yeah. But it's pretty down... For a gated community, it's pretty down home here. I mean, there are some uptight people, but mm -hmm. for the most part, mm -hmm. it's quite, quite good. I don't know what they're going to think, the more or less they see here, though. <laughs> well, everybody we've met on the road is yeah. nice waving and so forth. Well, I used to find that in the early days of Harnham. People would be yeah. angry to see you dressed like you were. Like, how yeah. dare you look yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so, so hard to understand. Someone who has experienced discrimination cannot translate that into seeing it in another form yeah. and empathizing with it. Mm -hmm. That's uh, yeah, it's hard to relate to, and it happens all the time. Yeah, for sure. I met some really nice people on the plane. Some of the uh, flight attendants, because I got up, couldn't sleep after four hours, and. I was right, I mean, the plane was half empty. Talked to the, the flight attendants, are usually pretty broad because they see all the different facts, you know, so many cultures. And, mm -hmm. and it was very refreshing. And when you have cancer, like cancer is my PhD now, <laughs> so uh -huh. to speak, you know. And mm -hmm. healing from it and not doing chemo is impressive to a lot of people. Yeah, sure. So, just talking about death and getting your house in order and all that stuff that I talked about and it's pretty relevant to most human beings as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But to try to stress that you need some kind of spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. Well, the Christians can't quite relate to those terms. For mm -hmm. them, I guess it would be reading the Bible and doing good deeds or mm -hmm. something like that. Prayer. They need to go east. Yeah. Find out the 
Well, it is funny how a devotee would define themselves by, I'm a scholar! And uh, so what? Chitani <laughs> Mahaprabhu didn't think so much of that. You know? And a devotee, I think. But each his own, I guess. It just seems like most people need something, some way to define themselves. And you, you would hope that being a Vaishnava would be sufficient. <laughs> but maybe if they're too connected materially, mm -hmm. they don't know how to make it more respectable. I mean, what would your comment be? I mean, because you feel, I mean, I feel like if we feel connected to the Chaitanya Nitai and the Goswamis, I mean, it sounds like a pretty good authorization to me. Authorization for what? For existing, for having an identity. <laughs> Reason to be, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like... Yeah, sure. Sadhaka's an identity, you know. You have the Badamukta Jiva, the Nityamukta Jiva, and you have the Sadhaka Jiva. It's in its own category. It's a unique identity in the world. Yes. So it seems like the less you have that, the more you need the external validation. You know, devotee's a big word. Many <laughs> devotees <laughs> don't understand what it means yeah. really to be a devotee. They have some, nom they're nominally Vaishnavas. When the roll call is taken, uh -huh. they say, I'm a Vaishnava. Yeah, then like but you Someone said. else says, I'm a Catholic. Right, exactly. If you're grounded in the philosophy, then that's a whole other thing. You got your, your brand yeah. that's sufficient. What it used to mean to be a Vaishnava and be religious was, to, of course, in India, the past was to also be part of the Varnashram mm -hmm. system, at least. That was that was the system, social system. So you would tweak it, so to speak, so that all of your worship was Vishnu directed and whatnot, but without that kind of social structure, well you know, it's a they haven't even got a religious way of acting, right. so to speak, a religious identity. The castes give you, materially speaking, mm -hmm. an identity. It's like a handle. It's an identity. You could be a Brahmin and a Vaishnava, Chaturya, you know, technically you're not, but as a Vaishnava it's a different identity, but you have a role if you, the, to the, the point I'm making is the extent to which you're not really quite a Vaishnava, well, you're, you have that identity. Yeah, uh-huh, uh -huh, exactly. But, uh, and it's a religious one, and it, it's uh, glorious in its own mm -hmm. right and so forth. And without that, then, yeah, you've got to be something else if, if you're not identified sufficiently with 
being a bison hunter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bring it up because it's something I struggled with for a long time. And so for me, I can be a Vaishnava who had cancer and gotten better, and that's a way that I can, I can preach for me anyway. Mm -hmm. so, but I think it's, it is a struggle for a lot of devotees. Because they don't, they're not really part of the society, but they're kind of neither here nor there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I like to stress people have a sense of personal mission within the framework of devotee Vaishnavism. Yeah, devotee actually from Brazil, lady wrote me and she was saying something similar in that she had been, I think, living in an ashram for years and, you know, her youth had joined that and, and thought that would be her whole life. Mm -hmm. But then one thing happened or another and she got married and yeah, and then really she, she found herself desiring to, you know, put on a pretty dress, you know, hmm. or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and this contradiction and, you know, how to... How to balance this out and so yes. forth, and I had to say to her, "Well, it's difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in the Indian society, time of Mahaprabhu, you could do all those things. You could have a full life as a human being, as a married person, love your kids, love your husband, have your occupation, no conflict, so to speak, hmm? all indirectly supportive." Of the spiritual identity that you're uh -huh. you're, you're you're cultivating, hmm? but uh, yeah. so you know that's that's a reality. That that there has to be a religious, if you will, orientation to go to your Vaishnavism for it to be anything more than ascetics mm -hmm. living in the you know in the, in, in the jungle. Hmm? Right. And in the time of Mahaprabhu. Then that was going on, and they seemed to want that, you know. Nityananda was particularly known for, like, mm -hmm. kind of a, a brand of social activism. Mm -hmm. hmm? With, with that, who also brought people within Gaudi Vaishnavism. And, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's a that's a hard task, and mm -hmm. the world's not uh, making it making it any easier as no. it goes goes forward. And just for those devotees making the transition, they've been the ashram for. And, ten years, and then they have to. And, excuse me, but the, that and that's the kind of thing where I think you get someone like Prabhupada or Bhakti Siddhanta or Bhakti Vinod with this mega vision, right. emphasizing Varnashram. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Then, then you could start to say, well, that makes sense. That'd be cool. I'd love to live in a Varnashram society, <laughs> you know. But the, the idea of trying to establish one is just like that's just, it's just not going to happen right now. No. You know. So then you go with well, well, we can get people to chant Hare Krishna, and okay. They can be Vaishnavas, so that you know they don't need the Vaishnavashram, but then they kind of do need it in some ways, hmm? mm -hmm. uh, because they, they're not that much identified with the practice, and they're distracted, and they want to do things that are normal for people to do, right. you know, in a religious <clears throat> orientation to a mystical tradition. Mm -hmm. But the ways in which they would do those things are are often in, in conflict. Like, let's say you want to go to the movie. You know, well, it used to be you go to the drama, you know, and Mahaprabhu's past them to be reenacted, or Radha Krishna, there it is, you know. Everyone would go to the Arctic to sing and dance, you know. Now you got to go to the, you know, to the. Watch people to see the movie. Joker. Yeah, you got to go see the Joker or something, you know, and, uh, or some other movie like that, and, uh, you know. So it's just the desires are natural that the, in, 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 
in essence, they can be, you know, harmonized and so forth, but that's a huge support system. Yeah, yeah. Prabhupada wanted Amish-like, you know, communities, rural communities, where they would create their own entertainment and... Yeah, well, like uh, Nanamar is having entertainment at night. And... Hey. Nanamaraj, yeah, it's a feature of the Pradosh Leela, you know, entertainment. We're going to do tonight, you know, we'll go to the entertainment hall, there'll be wrestling, there'll be dancing, you know, there'll be a musical ensemble. Yeah, yeah. So it's perfectly natural, but at this point, that support's not there. So all you can say is, yeah, I agree with you, it's difficult. Well, you know, that's why I like to talk about that to devotees, so it's okay to have a sense of identity. And mm -hmm. most people need it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's how in the material, you know, people define themselves even now by their work. And I, I use that that I learned from you. You know, Vinashan means basically right livelihood and having a balanced psychology. So that's, you know, mm -hmm. if you have that, yeah. and you have devotee friends, then you have your own system that works. Mm -hmm. so communities, you know, you, community, you get a lot from the community. If you have a community of devotees, they're your orbit, your circle. You know, you can you can stay more within the, within the fold, so to mm -hmm, speak, and mm -hmm. and dovetail those types of activities or engage in them in such a way that they're not as starkly in contrast <laughs> with you know yeah, yeah. what you're teaching. You just see, like I, you know, just watching these devotees from Hillsboro area. Like my mantra, you know, she goes back to school, she gets her degree, she starts teaching, and that now all she wants to do is be, you know, hey, go to Vaishnav and go to Madhavan and, you know, and <laughs> Garangi, she had to do that. And Garangi too, so, you know, you can just see it's like you, you fulfill those mm. desires. Mm -hmm. Gopal Nandini also told just, me something they're similar. Just, yeah. They're mm. just not that satisfying, and so you, you turn. So you need to anchor them enough. Yeah, Give them enough up. rope. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. somebody on the other, you know, hold it here, you know, hold it here, and come to a festival. You exactly. know, give them a lot of, exactly. lot of uh, teaching, association, and so forth. And that's what's happened with them. They've gotten that yeah. from your years and that whole group. And the kids are now, you know, getting they're older and growing up, and now, yeah. now what? <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said for making lighter of it, like. You know, I feel like I want to do these things, but it seems like in such stark contrast, and it is, you know, yeah. in, in, in the ways in which you would, you know, be able to do those things, for example, and but say, well, whatever, you know, yeah. a little, you yeah. know, then, then it takes a little bit of the exactly. forbidden fruits exactly. are more <laughs> desirable, you know, exactly. out of the, out of the, uh, you know, equation, and then they do it, and, you know, and it's, it's yeah, nice, like I say, it's nice. not as fulfilling, and so... So that, that is the way, I guess, we're, we're dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when you do the heart also improperly, as you come to go through it, you satisfy those desires, and yeah. you see that it's really, you know, that all there is is, you know, the spirit, you really hanker for the spiritual after you go through it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tired? I'm so tired, I don't know I'm tired, you know? Okay. Go take some rest. Yeah, we'll I can't take any rest yet, but thanks so much for it. Thank you.